for the Tea Podcast. <laughs> I'm Mel. And I'm Tess. We're so glad you're here. Yes. So we are reviewing Season 5, Episode 6 of Love is Blind. And the title of this episode is Going Home. Going home, baby. So we're going to just Houston. jump right in. Yeah, let's do it. They're going back to Houston, right? They're coming They're coming home to the great To the big state, H. The big H. So we're going to just dive into Uche and Aaliyah because they are not as significant in this episode, but we wanted to touch on their story. So Uche and Aaliyah meet up in a restaurant somewhere in downtown Houston. Olive and Fig and Olive. Fig and Olive. Mm-hmm. Sound like you said friggin' Olive. <laughs> A friggin' olive. No, friggin' olive. You've never heard of it? Never heard of it. Oh, it's good. You gotta go. It's expensive, but it's good. Well, let's go then. Okay. Okay. One time we will. She regrets leaving him the way that she did and said that she loves him and never felt a connection like she felt with him with anybody else. Can I eye roll, please? Thank you. I agree. She said, my heart is still in your hands. There isn't anybody else that she wants. She wants to be his other half. She wants to be the one that grows old with him. And she wants him to say that she would marry her too she wants to marry him all, all the she wants all stuff. the things yeah I, I i'm over it i really honest to god i'm over it and this conversation just pushes me over the edge because he's just talking about how he loves her and he felt abandoned by her that she would leave and mm-hmm. you know what does she expect during the marriage like you can't just leave and she said she wouldn't but how could she trust that, you know, she was getting this all coming at her about Lydia and at one point, much. yes. And at one point that she thought that maybe they were in on this together to get on the show and he just went off and like, Oh my God, how could you it think was then that? that I was second guessing? Like maybe he did know. I just think that he cannot stand when he's not in control and he's trying to bring it back in control, right? Sure. He's laughing. It's like a scoffing. Like, oh, what a crazy, idiotic, even a suggestion like that to think that I would be on the show. What would I get out of it? What we would already know each other's families and friends and we'd all have to play it off and what? So we can get onto TV. Yeah, I wouldn't put that past you, buddy. I would not put it past him at all either. He's... I know. So then he's just... You know, it's silent for a while, and it's, like, this back and forth, like, what's going to happen? Are they going to, you know, move forward outside of the show and, and whatnot? And he just goes, this is done. Like, we we just can't do this. I We, we can't move forward. And then that's it. And th- th- that's what pisses me off, because he loves that he got to have the last word on this. Because yes. she says, I, I want to marry you. I, I don't want you to give up on us. And he just said, you know, I was ready to propose to you. I thought I found somebody. And then you left, and I think it's over between us. Mm-hmm. And he got to have the last word on it. And she just yep. kind of like, okay. She should have stuck to her guns and let her be the one that decided when that was over. Not him. Don't give him that. Yes. And in another way, if she really, really, really wanted him, I would say that she should have fought for him more. I'm just saying. But I think maybe deep down, she knew it wasn't right. And so him having the last word of, I just don't want to move forward with this. Consider that a blessing, Aaliyah. Consider yourself to be blessed. I just, again, like we've said it with JP and Taylor, Aaliyah's having to work so hard. She's having to work so hard to not cry, to make it worth it, to try and say all of this is going to be a good payoff in the end. No, you've cried so much over him. For what? For what? Why? Like he's not that special. He's not that great. No, boo. Yeah, you can so, do so much better. So. I say good riddance. I don't want to see him on my screen anymore. He's gone. I... I'm over him. Sayonara. Yeah. Peace out. So let's move on to Stacy and Izzy. I'm loving them together. I love their connection. They have a really strong bond. You could see it come through, through the screen. Like you can just tell that they are connected. Um, They get in the shower together. So again, here we're talking about some sexy shower time. Why? Why do we we have to have it? We didn't need to go there. We didn't. We're still in Mexico at this point, by the way. Right. So he says that he wants to have a nightly ritual with her that they just reconnect every day on their back patio. And I thought that that was sweet because they can tie it back to this time in Uh their lives and still take that home with them to where it's like, let's just reconnect. Let's make sure that we are in constant communication with each other. Right. That we are on the same page at all times. So while they're in Mexico, they go golfing like little putt putt golfing. 
and she's all about the sexual innuendos. She sure freaking like, is. It it came up multiple times mm-hmm. about the golf club and it, st- his stick, his and... stick and shaft and all uh-huh. of this stuff. He starts throwing out, you know, like really sweet like pet names. Like he's like, "Well, good job, honey." You know, like mm-hmm. I'm really I'm proud of you. Whatever he says, but he says that he hasn't really felt this way with anyone in a really long time. And mind you, he was engaged before, so obviously yes. he had he had had a deep connection with somebody at yeah. some point mm-hmm. but for whatever reason that that broke up they both said that they're in love with each other that she wants someone that's um fun and adventurous and and spontaneous and they tell each other that they love each other yeah you know which was a big deal because she doesn't just drop the l-bomb to no, anybody she doesn't. so they're headed back to houston they're going to meet each other's families and Stacy said she just, you know, they start kind of talking about their wedding and, you know, what she envisions and all yeah. of that. And she says she just wants her closest uh, family and friends at their wedding that people are cheering for them. You know, she wants the people that are, are intimate. supporters. Yeah, yeah. More of an intimate ceremony. Um, and they talk about flowers and how he wants to buy her flowers frequently. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. We've talked smart about before. Smart man. Uh-huh. Smart man. So they're excited for all of the people that support them. Yeah. Um, she worries that he'll have doubts about her um, that will come up and change his mind. Sure. I mean, I think that's only natural, right? Sure. I mean, I think so, too. And Izzy, you know, his mom was hesitant and asked if he was sure that he was making the right decision. And Stacy brings up, like, that made me feel insecure, you know, like the what's wrong with me? Like, sure. why should I, why is that making me nervous? And he kind of, he is very communicative and, and mm-hmm. reassures her that, you know, no, like that's not on you in any way, shape or form. Like she's making sure that I'm protecting myself, but that I'm also protecting your feelings in this as well. So yeah. I thought that that was sweet and whether that's true or not, I don't know if we'll ever know, but I don't know. I mean, he did say that he's in the past, he's been very picky about women like he'll find any fault right. to to, to dump them it. yeah right. so i mean maybe maybe so maybe i don't know right he said that his, he has unconditional love for stacy and doesn't feel that anything she'll ever do will ever stray him away or freak him out um and he wants to be a better team with her instead of running away yeah so i really liked that because it just again shows his commitment mm-hmm. shows that he's in it he told her before like I will fight for you. I will. I think that was in his vows. He said, yeah, I will fight for you. I will show up for you. I will be patient. I will be kind. Like yeah. all of these things. So we start kind of diving into their whole, um, how they live, I guess you could say. Yeah. So we start off with, she's taking him to her house and his first thought is, he says to her how much he likes her car and she does have a nice car it's a mercedes she's got one that she's driving sure. and then if you look i don't know if you noticed in her garage There's she's also one. got another one right. yeah she lives in a house and a three-story house a three-story house and but she's currently renovating it she's, she's in the process of remodeling it and they come up to a room that's got a couch in it and like a a cabinet that's not a built-in but she's kind of talking to him saying these are my future plans i'm gonna get another couch she goes i want a big sectional and then here i'm gonna have Mm built-ins and then i'm gonna have a tv he says oh well perfect let's get an 85 inch right because you know every guy's want that she goes well you pay for it and he kind of just laughs and she says you think i'm joking you know And I Which, agree with her. Like, if you yeah. want it, you get it. Right. Then next they go downstairs and she does have a very cute kitchen. Her whole house is super cute. Super I'm like, cute. where do you live? Where in Houston do you live? Because I don't. we don't really typically see three-story houses here. No, and, and they don't show the front of her house, which I get it for privacy purposes. Right. But... In the kitchen, it's very cute. She's showing all her glassware. She's very organized. She's, she's very talking. proud of that, too. And she should be, right? She's right. worked hard to get this sure. house. So she's showing, like, all of her, her glasses on all of her wine glasses, drinking glasses, that kind of stuff. And then she talks about how all of her utensils are brass. And, and they're talking. And now comes the serious conversation, a conversation that needs to happen. And right. that's finances. Right. And Which is never a comfortable conversation. No, it's, it's like, not. But if you're secure in your finances, it shouldn't be that bad. And he looks super uncomfortable. Like, I want to get out of this conversation. Yes, like, please ASAP. let me stop this. 
She wants to know about his savings, retirement, 401k. What does that future look like? Because she doesn't want to be at the point where she's going to pay for everything. Which I can't blame her. I mean, obviously walking into her house, you can tell girlfriend makes some money. She does. But she works hard for that money. She works hard for the money. Yes, she does. And so I could see her hesitancy here. Where she's just like, I'm not going to be the one to pay for everything just because I'm making bank and have a good job and, and have good money flow, cash flow coming in. I agree. So, but she she goes on to ask him, she's just like, if this is their home together, are they financially responsible for it together? Or is he going to see it more as like, a, this is your house and I'm just like here with you. So she says, how, how would that work? Like, I have two HVAC systems in this house. And let me tell y'all, an HVAC system is not inexpensive. Right. It, it, it is, is pricey. pricey. And she has two. She's like, so right there, you know, that could be $40,000 that I'm having to fork out. Like, would you help me with that? And he was like, well, you know, I guess we could go about it 50-50 and it'd be like a shared responsibility. And she's just like, okay, you know, I guess, you know, that would work, whatever. But then she talks about like, what if they go out to dinner? And he still has the same idea of it being Dutch. Mama's going to pay. Mama's right. going to pay or they're going to split it. Or She's like, split, split it 50-50. Like, I don't think that's fair. I think I want to be wine and dined. And he can tell he's not used to that. He says he's never dated somebody who's got higher expectations financially. And that kind of makes him uncomfortable. Right. My question to you, though, when they're talking about the house, if you were in this situation like her and you already had your home, you wouldn't put it in his name, right? You wouldn't put any. No. Right? So it's her responsibility in case they ever divorce. That's her home. Right. Okay. I mean, unless, like, she feels like this is a lifelong commitment and not further than what they're in right now. Mm-hmm. Or that it is further than what they're in right now. And she decides to change that, you know, to where his name would be on the home ownership um, as well. But table. I don't know how all of that would work. I think that it would be too soon, you know, because then... If they were to get a divorce, they're having to split that house or pay the other person out of it or decide she gets it while he gets all the furnishings, you know, like. Gotcha. So almost like a prenup situation, I would think you'd have to write that in as this is mine. This is not yours. You know, it just seems messy, doesn't it? It does. And I think that it makes it harder, you know, because they have to figure that out. They're going to have to have these conversations that he is obviously not comfortable with. So she does not agree on the dinner situation. Mm -mm. If they go out to eat, she's like, no, I've never, ever had somebody say you're going to pay for for your meal. You're going to pay for half the bill. Like if I'm going out with a guy, he's paying. And on this way, I could, this specific scenario, I go back and forth because sometimes I like to, I mean, John and I have a joint account. Right. So right. it all sometimes comes out of the Sometimes you like to put place. your card down. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign that yeah, check and I'm going to give the tip, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that I, I would be okay with both of us going in on it if it was still fresh if it was still new all of that but once we get married my dude i know like that's just strange to me as to why you would think that that would be a separate well i think that making it sound like maybe they'd have two separate bank accounts yeah like they're not going to join money there maybe that would be the smart thing to do which i think it would in their situation i do she said that she never wants money to be a thing and that she's she also never wants to stress or feel stretched for money. I agree. It's 1, the worst feeling, isn't percent. it? Yeah. Money is so hard in a relationship. And I feel like she has it and he doesn't necessarily have it. Well, yeah, we'll get into him a little bit about that <sighs> at a different episode. But right. I just, I, he looks so uncomfortable in this conversation. I get it. Finances are. But all I'm putting through in my mind is his bad credit. I'm like, he's probably thinking, shoot, I can't get this. I, I can't, can't get that because, yes. yes, if something were to ever happen. Right. But she even says, like, I, I just don't want it to be a situation where my family's having to come in and take care take of us care of and they're being taken advantage of. Right. Which is a valid thing. Mm-hmm. She said that she works hard. She wants nice things. And for her, that equals luxury. He hasn't had a relationship before, though, where a girl needs fancy things. Yeah. So I think that that might put a wrench in things for them. Um, she has the money, this money talk due to her parents have a really, having a really hard 
ugly divorce yeah. um, and money was being, you know, was a, a massive issue in that divorce. Mm-hmm. And so she said it's important to know these things before spending forever with someone, which I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know their financial situation and what you're getting into, because is he coming in with a ton of debt that now she's also going to be responsible oh, yeah. for? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of factors there. So Oof, that's um, heavy. Yeah, it is heavy. And she's again, she's worried about being taken advantage of. She wants somebody that appreciates that she works hard and that can reciprocate in that sense. Um, but he seemed super just cringy, uncomfortable. Like, let me let this, can this conversation end? Biting his lip, kind of shaking his leg. Right. He just did not seem like closed he was off okay. to it. Yeah. Trying to get through the situation quick. And that's where we really leave them. Yeah. Is that's, yeah, that's the end of that. Sure. What more is there to say at this point? What more is there to say? So moving on to Milton and Lydia. Sweet little Milton and Lydia. He's not little though, is He's he? He's like a giant. Yeah. So they're still in Mexico and they Lydia wants to match clothes. Bathing suits. Bathing yep. suits. She's trying to get him to push. She's pushing him to try and wear the black shorts while she's wearing the black bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And he is not giving in. I think it would be cute, but he wants to be his own person. So let him have it. Right? Because he's trying to wear his pink shirt. You could still wear pink with black. Yes, I think pink would look better than the gray. You know, I, but he stands firm in this. He, he is not wavering. He And she comes out, she's like, you're going to wear the black. He says, I'm going to wear the gray. Yeah, and sure enough. He comes out wearing the gray. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought that that was a good moment for them, that she was not going to, like, steamroll him. Mm-hmm. In that sense, and he could hold his own with her. I thought that that was a good yin and yang kind of moment there. Yeah. Next, we have them going to out to dinner, and they're sitting there talking about all their academic achievements. <laughs> this is when they're talking about like the three hundred or three thousand class and four thousand class. I forgot when I two thousand and three thousand. Yeah, I, I forgot that the classes have levels like that from from college, but they're talking about that. He teases, you know, that she's bossy and she admits to it because she is. She's a little bossy, yeah. but she has fun with it and she, she, she goes says, along with I it. I just hold my ground. That's the difference. Yeah. I mean, she does. You she does. I, I will give her that. I will absolutely give her that. So, yeah, that was a she said she's too smart for the 2000s. Oh my God. In reference to the classes. I think she, it was like a meteorology. Yeah, it's a meteorology class. He's like, isn't that like a 2000? She said, I'm too smart to take a 2000. Yeah, she's like, no, that's 3000. And I had no idea what they were talking about. In yeah, that it's sense. like the levels. Like, so you take, you know, if it's advanced classes, they're a specific. You, you can't take those classes unless you've taken certain the prereqs ones. for it. Gotcha. And it's usually like the further you are, closer you are to graduating. The higher, the higher levels, yeah. Because those more like major specific classes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then they're just cute. I just, I do like them. But again, the age factor comes oh, up. my God. I know again. I get so tired of talking about it that I'm just not going to anymore because it's so repetitive. It's a quotidian statement constantly now at this point. I just can't take it. It is. And they remind each other. He's bringing it up a lot saying she's old. She's bringing it up a lot saying he's young. Mm-hmm. And she asks if he's scared to live with her and he says yeah you know I'm kind of I kind of like having my own space you know so I'm glad that he brought that up because that's an important thing too I think it's going to be important when they start full-time living together Mm -hmm. because he he's lived the bachelor life for how long I know and enjoys being young and single and doing whatever he wants to now responsibility with a wife and expectations that he has to meet there so he's just you know that independence i'm sure that would be hard because now you have to adjust to somebody else sure yeah you know life has to be a little bit more fluid and i think with you know when you have everything set in your own ways it's kind of hard and i think the older you get the harder it is Uh, sure to you know melt your lives together yeah yeah so they're in milton's apartment right like his apartment when they're at they're in houston Mm -hmm. she goes to see like his living space and how he lived before her and he's sitting on the counter explaining that he sits on the counters for every meal I know. and she's like there's chairs for a reason like come and sit in a chair and so he just continues to sit on on the counter but i thought he got up and went over but maybe not i can't can't remember remember. i can't remember but he just doesn't push but he just doesn't 
there's no cause for argument, you know, with him. Like, there's just not a reason to sit there and argue. He'll he'll say his point, and then he just and they move, move on. on from it. Yeah, right. So right. It works I out well, well with them. I agree. Lydia tells him that you know she feels comfortable and isn't scared about their future. That, um, but he brings up the fact that he gets a message or something, a text or an email, and he's like, work, "I'm going to yeah. be working nights." Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what does that look like? He's like, it means I'm going into work at 630. I don't get off till the morning time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I won't get home till 6, 630. So when are we going to see each other? So that's, we. they kind of start talking about like how his work-life balance is not that great. He works a lot. He works nights. He works, you know, uncomfortable hours. He doesn't have a set hours. schedule, yeah. Yeah, no set schedule. But also it sounded like he doesn't really have a lot of seniority in his job because of I his age. I so. And he had asked for a lot of time off to come onto the show. Right. PTO and stuff so like that. Two weeks, right? Yeah. Because if it's 14, or I mean, 10 days and then four days in Mexico. Yeah, so two solid weeks of being off. Yeah. So he did mention that he's the guy that is put in on things that other people don't want to do. The late nights, the grunt work, the stuff that like a beginning person in their career is going to have to do to work themselves up. And she said that, you know... She's worried about the time that they will have together because their schedules are going to be so opposite. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it ends up being where they're like, all right, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll just work through this. We'll figure it out. So Lydia goes to see his apartment. And then as while she's there or before she even walks in. Okay. When she walks into the apartment, because before that apartment that they were sitting at, that was the apartment provided by Love is Blind because... Remember that the couples, when they come back to Houston, they have to live together. Right. And they're going to live together in these apartments for the next two or three weeks, whatever it is, until the wedding. Right. In that time, they do get to go to see each other's homes and figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work. And Milton takes Lydia to his apartment. And this man, he just doesn't, he hasn't decorated anything, right? He's got a very plain Black couch. She's got a cow rug that Blank she cannot walls. stand. Yes. Cowhide rug. She wants to see that go. And nothing on his walls. I mean, if if he's working so much, he doesn't care, right? He doesn't care to he's have... He's not there, yeah. Right. And there's his microscope. I had to laugh because he's got his microscope. He's got his whiteboard. It's got all this, you know... Like on his kitchen counter, like on the island. It's there, yes. present, number one in his life. Yeah, he's very protective protective of it he doesn't want her to touch it it's kind of old so he doesn't want her to to mess with mess with anything and they kind of banter back and forth but his friend comes to visit and his name's john so it's actually his roommate oh is it his roommate i didn't know it was his roommate oh josh i'm sorry not john yeah so josh comes in and he's a nerd i love him he's a nerd yeah he's a data analyst and he's like right there with milton and she she starts asking him like, do you think he's ready for marriage? And and Josh gives Milton a flying review. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just a like, homeboy, for sure. Yes, of course. Like, I think that you guys are a perfect match. You know, he has nothing but nice things to say about Milton and where their future is going to mm-hmm. go. Then Josh, you know, starts talking about how they play Pokemon together. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I did not know that this was a thing. Like, I didn't know I didn't Pokemon either. was so big And my like oldest this. daughter loves Pokemon. I didn't even know that this was a thing. Yeah. So they're talking about how they play Pokemon together. They're really big in the Pokemon world, which I don't even know what that means. Is so, that at one point when people were finding them on, like, if you had a Switch or something, you play the game, you or on your phone, I think maybe you it walk was. around like you the walk Pokemon around, you Go. can find them. Is that what that's called? I don't know. I really don't okay. know. Okay. But apparently Milton is banned on U.S. servers for Pokemon, whatever that means. Means that he can't participate because he talks too much trash on it. Okay. I mean, and he's like world, he's, he's ranked worldwide like, or something. In the top 10 worldwide what or I top mean. five, world five. I mean, maybe in worldwide. some circles that is a, an achievement. I don't think it means much to Lydia. I don't think so either. <laughs> so that's, I thought that that was interesting because it again kind of showed the age, you know, mm-hmm. difference between the two of them. They're still, both him and the roommate are both just sitting on, on the counters like it's a normal thing. And I'm like, okay, this is not. Right. This is not 13-year-olds, you know, here in the situation. But I did want to point something out. Yeah, point it out, girl. So they are, she's exploring his apartment and stuff, and they get to his bathroom. Uh And he has a fat stack of cash. Sure does. 
sitting on top of Playboy magazines uh-huh. on his bathroom counter. <laughs> and she says, she asked if the ones are for the strip club. And he said yes. Yeah. I mean, well, he wasn't going to lie. I will tell you that there are tons of strip clubs in Houston. Oh, I'm I've sure never there been. are. We just know that there are a ton of strip clubs in Houston. And so he's, he's young, like, like he's 24. I'm sure he's gone. It'd be naive to think that he wasn't. But that's the thing you're going to leave out on your counter is Playboy magazines and a stack of cash. Fair point. Like you had plenty of time to clean if you knew you were on your show, on this show, and you were going to be potentially bringing someone back home. And then he tries to pass it out. Oh, those are Josh's. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sure. like, you guys share a bathroom in this in this apartment too? Sure like, And do. then that, those are his things? Like what the what? Yeah. <laughs> So nice I, try, Milton. Nice try for real. So anyway, it kind of ends with Josh, Lydia, and Milton all talking in their their the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And um, Lydia just trying to get to know Milton a little bit more through Josh. Um, and then that's kind of the end of their thing. She still hates his cow ride hug. She said she's going to sell him. Yeah, get rid of him. Um, get rid again. of him. I so, agree. I don't like it. But I will say Josh did say that he had talked to Milton and Milton had said nothing but wonderful things about Lydia. Yeah. So So I I love that. Yeah, I do too. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Buckle up, my friends. Grab yourself a teacup because it's coming in hot. Yeah, Jailer. What do we say about Jailer? So they have their whole, like, personal camera again. Mm -hmm. And he points it over at her. And she says, I'm not talking you go ahead and talk. Yeah, I'm not starting this conversation anymore. He says nothing. He doesn't. He just turns it off. Y'all, okay. I can't. I can't. I know. I the, cannot. The lack of communication from him is just... It's baffling. And he hasn't changed. At he's all. been talking like, about this. And he even said in the last episode, he's like, we're going through a rough patch and I don't know how to fix it. You do know how to fix it. Talk. Communicate. Yes. Move your lips. Let sound come out. Exactly. So they go on a little date. They go yeah. four-wheeling. And I was like, okay, maybe this is their opportunity to break down some walls, to get out of the hotel, to go do something fun together. He's a thrill seeker and mm-hmm. she's not. So she's like holding on to him. She's sitting on the back of this four-wheeler and they're barely getting along. I mean, like moving. I know. I'm, like, I'm like, oh no, you crank that up. You I was go. Say he's barely moving along, and yes. here she is, like, oh maybe we need to slow down. Yes. I'm like, no, sweetie. I know. So they get to their little destination. They're having a picnic, and she asks how he's feeling, and he says, sweaty. Sweaty. That's how he's feeling. Is sweaty. I don't think she was asking like, how are you feeling temperature wise. She's wanting to know where you're at. Dig into the meat and potatoes here, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she wants she wants to know more, and she's she's. Taylor, we love you, but like you're just, she's just, you could see her trying, trying to so hard pull to pull it out. something out of him. He does say he loves her freckles though. Yeah. But he said he's just feeling okay, but that he wants, he likes her freckles and wants her to show them more. Yeah. I mean, so that's his way of saying, what, don't wear makeup, I guess. We're going to get into that. I know. We're going to get into that. So he said he felt more comfortable in the pods because he was just talking to a wall. Okay, well, now you have her here in the flesh. What is your problem? I just don't get that. I don't understand what that... Is that where he feels more comfortable? Maybe he's not meant to be... Maybe he's the one that's not meant to be in relationships. I mean, maybe so. But she asked him if he's dated in the real world before. And he was like, well, yeah. She's like, well, then it can't be any different than that. Like, I what's know. the problem here? Yeah, you've com- you've had you've been able to communicate before. You've been able to commute in the pods, so why communicate in the pods? Why is there a difference? I just don't understand. I I don't get it, Taylor. You're confused and I'm confused. I don't get it either. I really don't. And, of course, she's trying to ask him, you know, what what has changed. What is it? And she can't get it out of him. And he says nothing. And so his hope is that they can go back to Houston and see how living together works and that they can be a stronger, stronger couple when they're back home. Yeah, that they can continue to grow. Well, right. continue, you need to start growing. I was in, not, there's no growth happening there at none. all. So come on now. Yeah. She doesn't say anything back, but then she asks him about his fears. And he said that you're just going to leave. Now, is that why he's not opening up to her? Is that because it's better if he just stays? If you're worried about losing her, though, why are you not doing the things that she needs for you to do? So she doesn't leave. But maybe he doesn't know how to do those things. I don't understand that, though. Like, how? How How do you not understand how to tell somebody, like, 
I'm worried that you're going to leave. I'm worried about like opening up to you and being super raw and vulnerable and put, you know, like on a hot plate when you could just up and leave tomorrow. I think it comes down to his mom. His mom was a shitty person and she, you know, was going through the divorce herself and she wanted to try and make the kids tough so they wouldn't have to go through it. And I think that had to have had some kind of effect some on him. Some trauma. Some unresolved trauma there. And so I don't think he knows how to communicate. I really don't think. He never saw it. He didn't see a positive way, a healthy way to communicate. So he doesn't know. He's not telling her those things. And that's the problem. Yeah. So I don't, I, I just think that it's, he doesn't know where to begin with it. Yeah. Is my guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much of an out. I, I have no idea. I don't know either, but she says that she'll give it more time to see if it changes. He asked her to not give up on him, and she says, I'll try not to. But you could tell that she's starting she's to detach. I think she was done at that yeah. point. Like, Yeah, so she doesn't think that they are where they should be in this whole process. She's like, the physical aspect isn't there. The affection is yeah. not there. She and needs that touch. She needs to know that he wants her, that he's attracted to her physically Mentally, emotionally, he's not giving her any of that. She has nothing to grasp onto. Nothing. nothing. And that's what's hard. So as she's telling him that she doesn't think that they are where they're supposed to be, he said, it's because you didn't get over the awkward part. That she hasn't changed. She's the one that's pushed you. You're the one that hasn't changed. What awkward... The This whole thing has been awkward from the second those doors opened. From the mid... I mean, just it was like that first kiss... It was so forced, forced and uncomfortable. He didn't want to do it for him to keep saying it's because you haven't changed. Right. She is the only one that has been initiating it again. I don't know if this stems from trauma, but don't leave her out high and dry and definitely don't make it out to be like, it's her fault. She's the only one that's pushing to try. Sure. You're not. So don't tell her that she's not changed. And they're back at the hotel at this point and they're both sitting in bed. Right. So it's, you could tell it's at the end of the day there. She's trying to still have this hard conversation with him, get him to open up. And he tells her that you're steadfast in it being awkward. And he said, I'm just trying to change your mind. (laughs) And he said, he's been trying every effing day. Where? Show me, show me where. Show me. There's are you no telling me that here? Are you telling me production isn't isn't showing it in the post production? I don't think that's it. I don't know, but things start getting hot and ha- like riled up. Yeah, and she calls out his awkwardness and how he still doesn't talk to her. And I'm clapping for her because yeah. I'm like, yes, She's Taylor, yes. She, at this point, she has nothing to lose. Nothing. He's given her nothing. There's nothing here. Nothing. She might as well just lay it all out. And I'm going to start getting feisty. I feel my heart rate already okay. raising. Yes. So I, we're about to cha Rise up. Rise up, ladies. <laughs> rise up for Taylor. Yes. So she asked him what changed after the pods. Oh, my God. Take a we, minute. We about to dive oh, into I, some okay. hot tea. Yeah. Because he said you tried to present yourself the best that you could. But if you could have presented yourself like this uh-huh. with no makeup it would have been better he said he felt like she was fake he said yes! he felt like she was fake that she was wearing caked on makeup right and that she left makeup all over her jack all over his jacket i say f you dude she was trying her best to look beautiful for you it was the first moment they were getting that she was getting to see you you were getting to see her any guy That is in a committed relationship, a loving, committed, open, communicative relationship will tell you a girl feels good when she can put herself together. Yes. And yeah, of course, you also feel good some days when you have your hair in a messy bun with no makeup and you've got your your little short shorts and your t-shirt on. Yes. This was a first impression, y'all. I know. What did you want her to do? Come out from He wanted her in some socks and a t-shirt with, with no, no bra. makeup and no, no bra for the love of God. You know what? It just baffles my mind. It was so insulting. I cannot imagine. Look, David has, has told me many a times. He always, has always told me, you don't need to wear makeup. I love you the way John you are. John says the same thing. And I, and love, I love him for that. I love him for that because he knows that I have to feel secure in my skin by wearing makeup. That's the way sure, I feel comfortable. Sure. All all JP had to do was tell her, I want you to know that I love you for the way that you look in your own skin. Right. 
I can appreciate that you wanted to look beautiful, beautiful for me. You didn't need to go through all that struggle and that I want you to know you're beautiful and you don't have to do that to me. I love you without makeup. I love you with makeup. Yes. That's it. I love your natural beauty. I want to see your freckles come out. No, he's trying to say she looks fake. He's basically calling her a clown without calling her a clown because he called her eyes gaudy, Mm -hmm. caked on makeup. She wanted to look beautiful for you. You don't understand that this woman has had to work so damn hard to love herself. Right, because let's roll back for a second. Yeah. She has had a really hard time with accepting love for herself. Yes, she has. Accepting herself for who she is. And she's come a long way. She said, I finally love myself now that I can go forward loving somebody else just as much. Mm -hmm. That's some work that she put in on herself to get herself okay mentally to be able to deal with some other person. Yes. So he was completely thrown off by their first meeting, saying that there wasn't a physical connection based off of the way that she looked. And this, everybody, is the big reveal. This is another one of those bombs. This is why we find that he does he's not physically attracted to her. He said because, well, that's why the communication has been off and different because she felt fake. I just am that's beside not myself. Fair. But she also hasn't been wearing makeup like that any other time the you've seen her. The whole time they've been together. So you can't base your very first interaction off of the, the eyelashes and the makeup and stuff like that when she has been raw and real and pouring her heart yes. out to you every damn day. Yes, she has. And she even said, you didn't know what I look like before in the pods that you, you have nothing to base this off of. No, And she's not buying into the bullshit. Neither am I. Cause she even says, that's not an excuse. No, that's not a good enough excuse. That can't, that is not the reason. Right. I think it's because he wasn't finding her attractive. And I I now find him less attractive in this. I completely agree. And I was all for JP and Taylor. What, I was we too. both were, yeah. but what he said to her was so superficial that I was just, I was dot cringing. Oh. I, I could not look at this guy anymore because whereas I could understand what he was saying. Me in too. The fact I, get, I got it. She's beautiful without makeup. She doesn't need all yes. of that. He called her fake. He, he went about it the complete wrong. Again, like you, I understood where he was coming from. I, I get it. You found you find her naturally beautiful, and that was off-putting to him. He went about it the wrong. And had he just told her this from the beginning, right? She probably would have been like, "Oh, I'm you know like total miscommunication, misunderstanding. I just wanted to look beautiful for you. Please see it from my point of view." And maybe they could have moved on, right? But because he never communicated that for, to her, she's left in this limbo phase where she just doesn't know what's going on and why he's not the same in the pods. And I'm sorry, that was a petty, petty thing for him to say and a petty, petty thing to put her through because Mm -hmm. now like that will always be in the back of her mind going forward. Granted, I think she's strong-minded. Yeah, because she says I'm not going to handle it. Yeah, she says I'm not going to screw you. I'm not going to let. She's like, you're not going to tell me what to do and what to not do. I'm going to wear makeup. I'm going to wear makeup. Good for you, Taylor. You need somebody who appreciates you. Yes, but appreciate her dressed up as you appreciate her dressed down in her natural state, because. I'm sorry. Any guy would be like, yeah, I love when my girl gets dressed up and she feels good about herself. And she put on a cute dress and did her makeup and her hair for me to look good on my arm. Yeah, she was trying to impress you. I just don't understand what the hell is the matter with you. She wanted that first impression is so vital. And she wanted to make sure that you were physically attracted to her as much as you were emotionally. And all he saw was fakeness. And that's such crap. It is such crap. Oh. It is such crap. And so he talks about, you know, the makeup being all over all over his jacket. Whatever, dude. And I'm like, okay, that's a dick thing to say, but yeah. okay. And she tells him she's done for the night and walks away. But then she comes back and yeah, she's she like, she reminds him that he didn't know what she looked like. And she wanted to look her best. She put mm-hmm. makeup on because she wanted to feel pretty. And he took that as, is this going to be an everyday thing? He's going to have to deal with her putting on a totally different face. Ugh. 
No, homie. It's not like she doesn't go and wash her face. Like you get, why can't he, why can't you not have both? The best of both worlds. Why can't she not want to put makeup on and then when she comes home. To feel good. To feel good and then come home and take it off. Because that's not what he wants. I don't give a shit what he wants. I know. He wants her raw and real. And he said that that is what started all of the awkwardness. And, you know, she said, so when I walked out, and mic drop here for this chick. She said, when I walked out, it effed you up so badly that then you didn't know how to communicate. Uh-huh. Please make explain. that make sense. Yeah. And Pretty he says, detail. yes, how, how is that a bad answer? Because it's not a real answer. That's She's, why. And she even tells him, that's a horrible answer. He's asking her to not wear makeup. She tells him that she's going to do what she wants to do and that he can't tell her what to do. And I said, yeah. yes, girl, we are here for you. We support yep. you. And mm-hmm. abso-freaking-lutely. Yep. So I just, I wrote down that I didn't understand this conversation because he no. was basing all of this off of looks. <laughs> the physical I, aspect. I just don't understand. That threw him off so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, it is a nightmare conversation and it is embarrassing. Yeah. And then he said, how is me saying that you look better without makeup a bad thing? It's not. It isn't, but it's what you said beforehand. It's what you said beforehand. It's what you continued to say uh-huh. that you felt she was fake, that it was it was on your jacket, that is he going to have to deal with this He's every day? He's doubled down on the comment. Like I said, all he had to do was tell her, I love you for the skin you have, and you don't need all that makeup. If you want to wear makeup, that's fine, but just know that I love you for your natural beauty, and you have that natural beauty, and Boom. I want to see that more often. Done and done. I mean, guarantee she would have jumped into bed right there. Had he put it in a way to make her feel better, even better about being in her skin? How attractive is that? Um, I love it when John tells me that I look good without makeup and I don't need it. I do too. Sometimes I tell him, but I need that for myself. Sure. And David tells me all the time if I wear makeup, you look beautiful today. Or he who will come up to me and say, did I ever, did I tell you that you looked beautiful today? Uh, and he'll, so precious. But he'll always tell me. I don't, why you do, you don't need makeup. He goes, yeah, well, wait, but you don't need, you don't need makeup. Yeah. And I appreciate both sides, but he's never ever once looked at me and said, you wearing that crap is fake. And I don't like the way you look at it. Am I going to have to deal with this every day? Never once. Cause he know I'd kick his ass if he ever said that. Thank you. And then I'd go and run and tell his mom and say, can you believe what he just (laughs) said to me? Absolutely. So she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. And he says, then don't talk about it. Like, you already want to leave, so what does it matter? Yes. Like, he's not trying to make the situation better. He's he's just escalating. He's not fighting for her. He's fighting with her. And that's where he's content. Fighting with her. Yeah. She says she's not staying the night. And he says, great, go. No fight. Like, no, like, I'm sorry, this is not what I meant. This is what I meant by this. I'm sorry that I didn't explain it right. Yeah. I got caught in my words. Whatever. I know that we can get heated. We've all had those arguments with our significant sure, other. Sure, and petty arguments at that. Absolutely. And we've all said things that we don't mean. But you can damn well guarantee that I turn it around and I say that is we have a conversation and I apologize for the things that I've said and it I I hurt people hurt people. Sure. But, but you need to make that right. You can't let her leave with her thinking those thoughts that you said about no. her. That is just and he absolute did. torture for her. Yeah, he, he let did. her leave. And she, she wanted a hug and she gave him one. She was the bigger person though. And she told him that she appreciated him talking to her because mind you, this is the first big conversation that they've had. Huge. Because it's been just small pleasantries that are awkward. And even then she's still like even. pulling, pulling, pulling. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Silent. Radio silence. Quiet. So... She And she says, the pods aren't the real world. They're still the same people. Wow. And I completely agree. But, you know, she reminds him. And she is trying. I feel bad because I feel like she's the man in this relationship. Like, <laughs> she reminds him. That, that is she... so true. Because women, I'm sorry. I'm a woman. I can say it. But we are melodramatic. Yes. Hyperbolic yes. at best. But it just, like, 
Yes, but she reminds them that she fell in love with his heart and that she feels like he still has a good heart. Yeah. She wants to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he tells her that he feels like she was loving and kind and supportive no matter what. She says that there's still those people. Yeah. And he's asking why they can't just go back. And she's like, the pods aren't real world. Aren't it's This is not the real world. Yeah. We have to live outside of that. go of the freaking pods. You're still the same person. So what happened? Create a pod in your house and I guess just date that way. Maybe that's the world he wants to live in. That is not, no. I'm so glad that she just got, she knew. She was strong and said, I got to go. Yeah. I got to leave the room. This is not healthy. This yeah. this conversation's not healthy. Right. Let let's, us let's revisit tomorrow. Let's revisit tomorrow. So they say they revisit tomorrow and they hug it out and she packs her things and then she goes to bed and and she's out. But yeah. the next day they meet in the lobby of the hotel. They hug. He asks her how she's doing. He asks her how her night was. They both said it was okay. He breaks the ice and says that for the past couple of days, they've been trying to hash things out. And he takes responsibility in taking part in that, but that he wants to work on it and try to get back to where they are, where they were. Okay. And this, again, this is one of those, like, maybe we needed a night to talk things over. The first freaking thing out of his mouth should have been an apology about the comments I said about your face. 1,000% agree. And your makeup choices. 1,000%. JP... But, you know, honestly, I just don't think that there's anything that he could have said to ever to change her mind. It. No, no, she was done. Well, they're on day four of still not being able to communicate with each other. So the night of day three, he's going to drop this bomb on her that she's yeah. fake and, and wears too much makeup? Yeah. No. I know. So he says that that he feels the love and care they have for each other is something that shouldn't be derailed. He asks her her thoughts, and she says that in the pod she felt like she could have spent the rest of her life with him, and that on vacation it was a completely different story, yeah. you know? Yeah. Seeing the other couples happy really put things into perspective for her, as they should have. Mm-hmm. They served a purpose for a reason. Red flags. Yeah. And she said that he's not the person that she fell in love with. No. She felt like it was genuine in the pods and in person it's forced and uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I couldn't agree more with her. But she, she's been so strong through this whole thing. And she said that she thinks that the makeup thing was just an excuse for him to be like, this is the only thing that I have to base this off of. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm going to throw out there. I agree. I think she's right. I think there's something else that's there. Right. I agree too. Mm -hmm. Um, and said nothing feels the same for her and she continues to just feel uncomfortable because he's not giving her anything. Right. She said she doesn't think that they should be engaged anymore mm-hmm. and doesn't feel that they should move in together. Okay. And I'm clapping for her because, uh-huh. girl... I think it's done. I think she needed to be done. I think she was done a long time ago. I think she just needed to verbalize it to him. I agree. Yeah, I don't but think he deserves her. No, I agree. And he wishes that he could have hashed it out the first day. And she agreed. But she stood firm in her decision. And down. that is power. Because, again, we're going back to her having a hard time loving herself. Yeah. And I feel like if she was still in that place of, of feeling and insecurity, she would have just gone along with it. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen in other couples. Absolutely. On the show. Yeah. Absolutely. So she gives him the ring back. Yep. And that's that's it. I mean, like, they hug it out. He apologized for making her feel the way that she does and also apologized for, you know, it not working out the way that they had envisioned. I mean, but you didn't have the same vision, so it doesn't matter. No. But I did do a little bit of side research. And I did find out about the rings because I was really, really interested. Who gets the rings? Who provided the rings? Yeah. And Love is Blind has hired a company that they bring in, like I said, a barrage of rings. They could bring in their own ring, but that Love is Blind pays for them to have rings. So they, all the guys got to pick out a ring. So listen here, guys, on Love is Blind. You got off pretty easily You sure did. Now, some of them look tiny, but maybe it's just... I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe the, they have a price point or something like that that they have to stay within. Or I would if they just go think that they would have a certain a, amount. Maybe I just thought, but it says on there, "Love is blind pays for for all of it." Interesting. I know. So when she set that ring down, production probably was like, "Nope, JP, Swoop. don't you grab that." Yeah, that's ours, boo boo. <laughs> that's ours. <laughs> and we still have a return policy on that one. <laughs> 
So after all was said and done, she gives him the ring back. He said he's very sad about it and it sucks. That's Taylor it. Taylor says that she does think love is blind as she truly fell in love with someone without ever seeing him. Mm-hmm. But the physical world definitely changed things for them. When they touched and kissed, she didn't feel anything. And that's so sad. It is because she deserved better. She did deserve better. And JP, and shame, we had faith in him. you to come through <laughs> for us, for her. We had God. faith in you to come through for her. So you treating her like this, I am disappointed. And I think that that says things very nicely because I could get yeah. real ugly right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was getting heated. You were getting heated over it. And it was just, why are the guys douchey? I don't know. What's going on? I, I mean, really... not Milton. I don't think Milton is douchey. I think Izzy has had his little moments. Sure. But now we're stuck with, what, two couples? We're stuck with Lydia and Milton and Stacy and Izzy. That's, and that's it. it. I don't think we've ever had this. In the world of Love is Blind, I can think back on the very first seasons. I remember, pe- no, yeah. I mean, there were other couples. I'm just trying to remember if there were ever two, but there were more than just two couples. Yeah. Are we going to get another couple to come in? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so because then I think that would ruin the whole thing you know they haven't been living together they haven't gone on vacation together they haven't melded families together unless there have been couples that got together outside of the pods which we'll wait and see oh my gosh Jesus with the bombs there are lots of bombs in this one again we need a breather (laughs) my throat is on fire from this piping tea so Uh yes Come and follow us on all of the social media channels, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Send us an email at pouretheteapodcast at gmail.com because we want to hear your thoughts. Rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Have them follow along. Have them come take a listen. Give us a chance. I mean, it can't hurt, right? Just let us. Let us tickle your fancy. Yeah, let us bug your ears for a little bit and... For those that have stuck with us, we love you. We appreciate you. For any new listeners, welcome. We love and appreciate you for just coming and listening and giving us a chance. Absolutely. And we can't wait to talk to you guys again and get heated on the next episode because I'm sure we're going to get heated uh, more and more. The closer we get to the weddings, I feel the clo- the harder I'm going to be hitting this. I agree. So yeah. join us for episode seven coming out soon. Turn on your notifications and we will talk to you next time. That's right, guys. Love we'll y'all. Later. Bye. Bye.